tell the people what's beautiful. What, what's beautiful? Um, are Toronto Maple Leafs kicking ass and finally overcoming a deficit like other teams have done to them in the past many, many times? <laughs> Flipping the script, baby. Also, uh, we gotta we gotta start with a special. HBD, happy birthday to the Galaxy Bean himself. Justin Beaner, how's it going, buddy? It's going. Thank you very much. It's a National Beanographic Day. It is National Beanographic Day. (laughs) Yeah. What did you get up to today, Bean? Did you have a great day? Did you get spoiled rotten enjoying this win today or what? Uh. Thankfully, I was at the shop today, so I didn't have to get uh, too crazy with regards to the wind or the elements and that, but there was a lot of, uh, let's just say, interesting things that happened with the truck I was working on, but I'm not allowed to say too much. Um, (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) secretive. And and yeah, we we got a very good Leafs win uh, the night before my birthday, so... Last time they played on my birthday, things didn't go so well. That was a Bruins series back in 2018. So, yeah. Ooh. It was the night before Bean's birthday. (laughs) Cries through the house. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I'm glad you uh, got to celebrate two nights in a row. That's just extra fun. Yeah. And I see... uh... uh... Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say an extra night off so we, the boys can recoup and get ready for Thursday. Love that. Yes. We got to let the fans know that yes. like, as much as we would love to come on immediately after every game, sometimes like life just beats the ever-loving crap out of us. Like like we're Pierre-Luc Dubois and, you know, versus Austin Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean... I'm an hour and a half ahead again. Just going to keep saying that until I get back. So it's extra Mr. Worldwide over here. Tiring. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Yo, actually, if you guys want to come to Ottawa this summer, right around my birthday, uh, the headliners, I think it's the Friday, the week of my birthday of Blues Fest are Pitbull and Ludacris. What? Luda. <laughs> Luda. Luda and Mr. Worldwide. Are you kidding me? Wow. I got to hear I got to hear a move bitch and Caliocho in the same day <laughs> for my birthday. Yeah, I'm going. Didn't didn't Damn, he it's um, like you're 15 again? Did, didn't Pitbull like uh like he was the singer or something, like the hosted singer for like some sort of like international event in Toronto and people were losing it. They're like, "Why would you bring Pitbull? Why wouldn't you bring like Canadian artists?" And like first thing that came to my mind is like he's Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. And do you guys remember when he got sent out to Alaska? No. Okay. So there was this, <laughs> it was like back in probably 2010 or something like peak Facebook era where um, Walmart had this thing where whichever Walmart store got the most likes, Pitbull would come and do a concert there. And so the internet being the internet was like, let's find the most fucking remote Walmart in the States. And they found one in like Nowhereville, Alaska, and everybody bombarded it. And so he had to go out there. And so there's a picture of him with like, you know, 40 people. Wow. They made a joke out of it. They're like, look, we get it. This is what you wanted. So hi, I'm here. Mr. Worldwide. Literally. Oh, my God. Legendary. 
That reminds me of when uh, people used to fuck around with Trump and his rallies and, and would spread the word about a wrong location. At one time, it was like in this abandoned parking lot, like someone screwed up and it was a huge joke. I don't know if you guys oh. remember that. Yeah, no, that was that was somebody in his staff tried to book the Four Seasons Hotel and they booked Four Seasons Construction by accident. <laughs> so they ended up just showing up there anyway. Like no one would tell them. <laughs> here, I got to pull this up. Uh, yeah, 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 here. Okay, just because I need to prove that this is not, in fact, a crazy thing. Pitbull exiled to Alaska poses with stuffed bear at Walmart. The rapper officially made a trip to Kodiak after an internet campaign went viral. There are way too many ads on this. Uh, Mr. Worldwide officially earning his title. (laughs) Internet campaign to exile him. So I am truly honored. Pitbull tweeted, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so in front of like hundreds of people. Yeah, so there was nobody really there. But the internet just chose to exile him, which I think is... No, that is not Carlton in the background. No. No. (laughs) Well, gone to be an elf. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So um, anything non-hockey related we want to get into before I play the intro? Oh, yeah. I did not realize how devastating the... Clifford the small red puppy is I literally bawled my eyes out reading that to my son today <laughs> PTSD the small red puppy is that like the so first I think it one might be the second one or third one so it's basically the story about how Clifford like is like you know he starts off as a little puppy like he's the run to the litter and like there's literally a page like spoiler all right to anybody who hasn't read it you know I'm pretty sure copyright 1972 but 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 spoilers a page where it's like Emily Elizabeth's dad tells her that he's probably not going to live throughout the winter <laughs> Ooh. oh but she's like he's the runt and he's like they tell they, they they're like yeah he's probably going to be sickly and like I'm just paraphrasing it's like said in like a much nicer like you know susical you know Norman Birdwell way but I'm like reading it and I'm like I'm almost I'm going to cry like poor Clifford man like it's just, it's just a small little small little puppy and like i hear bawling my eyes out and then i already i know he's he survives clearly he lives to be a fucking giant but but i'm just like you know the leaves got me so emotional right now right so like you know they're, they're playing Yo, with the heartstrings what year did you say what year did you, know, you say I'm it was it's 1972 like so that's a no. it is it, dude it is, is it? exactly 1972 that's, yeah you nailed it dead on. I had to check just to see how that's insane. You hit that dead on. I'm surprised because <laughs> as a fuck? child, I was in the Clifford Club, whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> so I used to get shit in the mail for Clifford the Big Red Dog and whatever uh, as a child. So, wow, interesting. But I just got random. Nintendo Power magazines because I was a nerd. I got Lego magazines. <laughs> they were <all> right. fun. <laughs> I used to get Bionicle comics. Scholastic book fair. <laughs> Scholastic book fairs, guys. Scholastic book fairs were the shit, man. I stole so many erasers <sighs> yeah. from the Scholastic book fair. I'm so sorry. Dude, the erasers. Scholastic, I owe you so much money. Probably like five cents, but still. <laughs> oh, they make up for it. Don't you worry. You should see the prices today. Oh, I do not want to see those prices. Do they do they still like bring home a flyer? Yeah. They wow. haven't evolved. Well, I mean, I guess their whole thing is publishing. They don't want to move people into digital print or they're just losing business. So Damn. interesting. Okay. Cool. I got all Hockey time. Books. 
Hi, this is Mike Ross, public address announcer for your Toronto Maple Leafs, and this is the Leafs Late Night Podcast, your post-game destination. And now, your starting lineup, Roscoe, the Fanalist, Southey, Beaner, and Darty Brodeur on the Leafs Late Night Podcast. Darty, is that a, a streetlight? You muted yourself, Pam. Somehow in the um, middle of talking. Pam. You, oh, you're still muted. Still muted, Pam. Okay. <laughs> I mute go. myself to save you guys, but it's prob- it might li- it might be, <laughs> all right? It might be a street light, all right? Street light people. It's the bat light. It's the, the dart call. signal. Yeah, why, the dart why does signal. he remind me of like Dumbledore right now in the beginning of Harry Potter? <laughs> Dumbledore. Can you please explain how he reminds you at all of <laughs> just, Dumbledore? Yeah, what the fuck? Hiding outside, all you see is a oh, you mean like on at like Privet Drive? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> Wasn't that the big fucker, not Dumbledore, or were they both there? No, that was Dumbledore. Hagrid brought Harry later. A cornucopia of love. Johnny Roscoe's still at your grandma's house, I see. Jamming out to our intro. Perfect Always. setting behind you. Kind of yeah. 1972 there. Uh, actually, it's more like 1872. <laughs> they make the joke at the office. They're like, yeah, the place is, it's mid-century, but, you know, the century is the 1800s. Yeah, which century? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <clears throat> so I got a call from... Ed, my uh, my daddy-o, at the end of the game last night. Ed's text. And um, yeah, th- this was this was Ed's the call. best version. Oh my god! I I don't think this would have been conveyed properly over text. So I'm really glad he called me. So he goes. So I was. Uh, it was a second intermission, and I'm peeing, and I'm I'm standing there, and I'm thinking, you know what? Matthews is going to score two, and Kerfoot's going to score one. Ed, we need the text to verify this psychic power of yours. And he goes, and you know, and last night I said, you know what? Jack Campbell and Zach Hyman are going to win this game tonight for the Oilers. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Dad, what the fuck? Oh. All, all the Leafs, all the old Leafs coming up big right now. Campbell stepped in for the Oilers. Hyman scored an OT. Amadio scored. Engvall scored today for the Islanders as they stave off elimination. Oh, also Jared McCann taking a dirty hit from uh, Kale McCarr there, taking a one-game suspension. McCann did not return, but fortunately, they still won with Jordan Eberle scoring in overtime. 2-2 the series now. Yeah. But yeah, it sucks to see. uh, Do we call him ex-Leaf Jared McCann? Leafs legend Jared McCann. Leafs legend is actually more, more appropriate. Uh, so I have a fun video we should start with here. It's only one game. It's only one game. It is only one Let's game. go! Let's fucking go! Yeah! Woo! Oh, and fuck Montreal! <laughs> just, just kick them when they're down, you know? <laughs> that ending is so good. It's like, they're not even here. <laughs> Oh, man. Did you guys see the guy at the end of the game last night who pretty much did the exact same thing but was on a phone call with someone? Yep. Um, (laughs) David Alter tracked him down and did an article on him. His name is 
Billy Capogiannis. <laughs> and he's from Toronto was a last minute thing going down. And oh my God, that is my emotion, guys. Everything in that video, even Dubis and Spezza on top, take all of those clips and join them together. That is the passion right yeah. there. Yeah, TSN actually posted they were walking around outside in the square asking people um, if they thought the Leafs could come back and, and win this still. And so many people, mostly young fans out there, were all like, hell yeah, like they're still good. They could still win this. Like we're going to OT, baby. Like we got all this. All their hearts haven't yeah. been broken yet. I know. That's the thing is the, what I'm noticing from all of them. I was like, you're all like under 23, probably. <laughs> Well, it doesn't help that the Leafs have only gone to take the lead in game four just once in the last 11 attempts dating back to 1994. So the year of Roscoe and Darty. So it's been one time in your lives, guys, that the Leafs have taken game four. So this game, oh my God, everyone counted themselves out. But I felt like it was only Mikey D still believing had that tweet out there. And I retweeted it like, guys, you can't like the game's not over pretty much. Uh, it's not over till the final uh, bell is off. And look, look, look at what happened. What happened? Like, oh, come on. What happened? Man, not giving up. Don't you got to get your head in the game. I watched High School Musical yesterday and I have so many of the songs stuck in my head. But like. <laughs> It's the same same mentality, man. Yeah, yeah. And Keith teased, teased us again this game with uh, announcing a couple maybe day-to-day -day injuries, maybe some lineup changes. So we weren't sure once again if Simmons or Lily was going to draw, draw, back, draw back into the lineup. And then there were no changes for the Leafs. Braden Point is in the game. Didn't miss the single shift, guys, even though he kind of fucking died, apparently, to Bolts fans. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I know it was Easter recently, but like, wow, that's impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the resurrection of Braden Point. Yes. Oh, my God. But hey, that didn't fuck. Well, Tampa obviously came out hard. Did not slow down whatsoever. This game complete tilt. So uh, who wants to take a stab at um, the point leader? For the playoffs right now. For the Leafs? Or just the... Oh, Mitch in, Marner. In the playoffs in total. Oh, you mean like of all teams? Oh. Steps right. It's Mitch Marner. With 10 points. Ahead of Leon Dreisaitl. That's hard saying. to believe, too. Just... So, did any... Yeah. Sorry, Did anybody else hear the ridiculous stat about Dreisaitl's? Not that it yeah? What that. the hell? He has been on the ice for every single Oilers goal that's been scored. Ooh. That's why I was surprised to see that Marner has more points than him. Up until the one they literally just scored as I'm talking to you guys. That's crazy. So it was like 14 or something. How has that affected yeah, his plus like minus though? straight goals. He was plus uh, nine. No, he's... I'm seeing plus four. He was only I'm plus on... four? Ooh. I yeah. bring that up too, just because like you would think that someone who's on the ice for every single goal would have a great plus minus, but it also means he's on the ice for a lot of goals against. So, well, plus like with plus minus, power plays don't really affect it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. McDavid so, and, and, too and uh, gets a ton of power plays. 
True, true. I, I was just going to say quick there that uh, McDavid not getting a lot of points, uh, really slow to begin the series. But the same thing was happening. I saw um, them talking about tonight on the Carolina game. Jason Robertson hasn't been heating up lately either, had a huge year this year. And it's like the superstars uh, aren't coming into action as you would expect. But same kind of narrative with Matthews uh, leading up to this game and I guess nobody home for the first two periods and then coming in super fucking clutch in the third. Old school Maddie with a huge shot and then the tip right after. I know I'm jumping ahead, but guys, <laughs> way to come in clutch at the perfect Hell timing. Yeah. Um, just while I'm still looking at this here, uh, with that stat of Dreisaitl being on the ice for all 14 or 15 of the goals, whatever it was, plus four, guess how many power play points? Mm, eight Seven. four oh to marner's four Ooh. so <laughs> marner's just playing better i guess the, like okay one thing i will say about mitch is he so far in these playoffs to me i think he has probably been one of our most consistent players even when the team is struggling, he's out there at least trying something. I have not seen him take a shift off, unless I've missed it. Maybe you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but he's a different guy this year. And like we've said it all year, he's been the catalyst of the offense of the team the entire season. But he is really, really stepped I up. think he's understood, too, that he needs to be a role player, not just a goal scorer. Because we're talking about those two goals, which I'm going to jump ahead. You, you talked about the Austin Matthews goals, right? And what lines were those? The, those were That's the Austin, Nylander, and Marner lines, right? They were those, It was those three guys for those two goals, right? So you have to think about, like, you know, Matthews is scoring these goals, but Nylander and Marner are pretty much setting each other up. And then, you know, who are you going to follow? Are you going to follow Marner? Are you going to follow Nylander? Haha, <laughs> fuck you. It's Austin fucking Matthews driving it right down your throat, all right? So, like, that's – and that's key. Like, these guys are taking – you know, they're using their hockey IQ – they're not just trying to say, gimme, gimme, gimme. It's let's win some fucking hockey. All right. Yeah. The effort that's being put into positioning on the guys that don't have the puck is like light years ahead of what we saw in the last couple weeks of the regular season. And again, I know they were taking time off, but the movement of all these guys to just try to be creative and find open space and like the amount of wide open shots they've been able to find is really like unlike we saw in the regular season. Yeah, the I, I totally agree, Bean. Marner's on a different fucking level, uh, as he should be. You know, this is the time is now, and I love to see it all day long. The one complaint I have, and it's not on Marner, it's kind of on Keefe. You know, when there's so many power plays going back and forth, I feel like he gets double shifted sometimes, you know, bouncing from the PP to the PK. And it's like there's no breaks in between and kind of seems run down on the bench. But obviously he's proving my theory wrong time and time again because the kid pff, is functioning off. I don't even know, has so much energy. And like, I just hope he doesn't burn out in that aspect. Kind of kind of even Geo from game three going into game four kind of looked eh, like, does he need a break? But then the third period happened. You're like, fuck no like this guy doesn't want to sit like he wants to be in on the play of forwards in the playoffs only Andre Kopitar and Connor McDavid average more ice time than Mitch Marner 
How much older is Andre Kopitar so. in comparison to those other two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the crazy thing because where Plus is 35. he? 35. Is he? Yeah, he was on the top 10 there. Of oh yeah players oh, with 35 years old. if if i'm yeah. in the locker room circa 2015 2016 and mike babcock tells me to write a list for, of the hardest workers on the team you know that mitch marner is going to be on the top of that <laughs> list all right i couldn't lie about that <laughs> he's gonna go back and be like ask me again ask me but, again <laughs> but if we're gonna talk about people who uh amazing what a callback hated uh and healthy healthy bombs several times but have been you know i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna preach his fucking you know name to the rooftop it's justin fucking hall all right and you guys are are you so rude to the to the, to the guy he's always he, yes he's always on the ice during high danger chances but he's also pretty much in position the past couple times i've seen him so like i'm sorry but like if you're you're not gonna what do you what do you want him to do just put his face in front of every single puck and that's what's gonna redeem him for you the guy basically started the fucking offense this game by almost getting the goal you know like <laughs> he pretty much you know like we can say what is it uh was it uh was it geo that uh that got that la- like technically got that last goal because they're all like they're all bound like it was was it geo to kerfoot no was it geo yes. to kerfoot or was it uh, riley to kerfoot it was, yeah, tipped. It was tipped right yeah geo to, it was geo tipped. To kerfoot. Kerfoot. Well, kerfoot tipped the geo goal yeah so then haul haul to achari right like like i'm sorry to say it wasn't it wasn't matthews that started this game it was fucking justin fucking hall all right so <laughs> i want to say like yeah babcock hated that guy you but know what I else love hall him. did <laughs> yeah bean what else did hall do he played a perfect screen against sammy on Kalorn's second goal like just absolutely perfect yeah and chased the puck on the first one instead of the body and was extremely out of position and allowed who was it that scored the first tampa goal sir Kalorn. Kalorn. yeah who hasn't scored in like forever yeah his first one was was again because hall was completely out of position i'm not saying he didn't have a bunch of good shot blocks and I'm sorry, set up I don't a bunch agree of great with, goals i don't agree with you guys like where do you want the, to be then at the blue line He's there. Like, what do you would you like him to be at the? <laughs> no, it was when, it was when they were. It was in their zone, and instead of staying in his position and making sure that nobody was going to get in front of the net, he chased the puck over when there was a winger coming back, and he was out. And then there was okay. We'll just forgive Brody for alone. completely biting and losing his assignment and letting in that first goal, though. That's that's fine. We'll we'll just let we'll just forgive Brody's sins of like not even understanding hey by the way there's guys to your fucking left and you need to watch them my bad <laughs> again hall blocked some shots and created some offense this is the dichotomy of justin hall is it's uh, luckily he's been outplaying his mistakes but there were some that Put them in a position that they were down. If we're gonna go back to the first period, though. If we're actually gonna talk about the, the first period, like we can all agree that the Leafs just didn't like not. Yeah. I'm not gonna say not didn't start the game on time so much as they. they I think they were just you know what what I said with Brody. I think kind of applies to everybody. Like I guess people weren't really understanding their assignments when it came to the first 20 minutes of this hockey game. I think they really need to settle in and realize, hey, we you know we need to focus on the basics. You're completely right, because when the first period started, you know, 
Nice gets knocked down by Hedman and everyone's kind of diving to block shots. And then Toronto goes on the power play, but it quickly turns into a four and four, but actually a penalty shot for Hagel, which we're kind of like, okay, um, maybe this is a good thing instead of the two minute power play for Tampa. If it went that way, just the quick penalty shot. Luckily, Sammy shut the door, but I don't know. It like the shots were 12 to five for Tampa in the first. Um, everything was going their way. There was 23 to nine shot attempts with three minutes left in the first. Like it, it was going towards that narrative. Like if you don't shoot the fucking puck, you're never going to score guys. And like going down that slide and like, we could be blaming every guy down the lineup. I think the core, like need, barely any of them had a shot on net and we were like oh my god but yeah yeah. it seems to be they start the games the same way it's they're like darty said you know they're not getting the basics down it's connecting passes paying attention to what the other team is doing get out of your own head like just play the game you know how to play instead of you know i don't know whatever it is they're just they don't look like themselves to start any of these games so far for sure. And when Tampa scores the first goal, obviously the demons are running through your mind because the trend this series is pretty much whoever scores first is winning the game. And obviously Kalorn is one of those sneaky scorers on their first power play unit that's like, oh, fuck, yeah, I forgot he is, he exists. <laughs> and then he's going for the Hattie later on. <laughs> but yeah, didn't they say it? he hadn't scored in like 50 something games or something? Something ridiculous. But Which is crazy because the other one who hasn't scored in what seems like 50-something games is Alex Kerfoot. Right? Yeah. Everyone, like you said, Darty, out of position, even Riley chasing Hagel and just, I don't know, it just looked kind of messy and like, oh, of course people are thinking, oh, I'm going to shut this off. Even Marner missing the feed to yarn croak. There was just a sh- list of shit. And that's why, like, I'm being, I'm forgiving Justin Hall because I never once saw him, like, you know, r- scrambling to get back to his spot. Like, he, yeah, Bean was saying he was screening the goaltender. He was at least where he was supposed to be. Where the fuck do you want him to be, Bean? Do you want him to be, you want, do you want him to be on the boards? Like, he's got to be somewhere. And he had to be next to, he had to be guarding that, the, whoever the player that was, who, that was pretty much dragging him. Like, he, where the fuck do you want him to be? <laughs> at some point, you have to accept that being a defenseman is a pretty, like, unglorious position. Like, he's got to be somewhere. And unfortunately, like, if you know, if you don't want him at the blue line, if you don't want him like out in the middle of nowhere, he's got to be near Sammy. At that point, you continue to push him out wide and you let your goalie take the shot, not follow the guy directly to the net, directly in the line of sight of your goaltender. Yeah, but we saw that with Vasilevsky and he wasn't getting that kind of Justin Hall coverage. And that's basically how he got pinned. So, you know, again, like you, you have to take the good with the bad here, right? Like. You know, where's I said, where's Hall going to be, right? Like you either you're either in your goaltender's way and not doing your job, or you're not in your goaltender's way and people are gonna bitch at you, right? Like <laughs> I'm sorry, I just I want I gotta defend I gotta defend Hall this time because I just I couldn't forgive Brody's sin of like I said, he basically if he had kept his fucking stick on the ice and paid attention, he would that that first goal would have not happened. Like he kind of bit so hard and I was like, that's such an obvious fucking infraction. <laughs> and that, that's where, like I said, where the first period I really felt like the guys like, come on, you, you just need to focus, you know, pay attention because every single one of these Tampa guys is a shark right now. Like, It was just frustrating watching the first period after Leafs win it in OT game three, you know, played a shitty fucking game and 
stole it, right? Stole it from right under Tampa's feet. And then they come out in the first period and you're like, guys, did you not learn anything? Like, we can't do this again. But then the second period starts first of the first four of the first five shots for Toronto. You know, we see JT, Marner, Nyes. Things are looking good. Ryan O'Reilly finds the puck from four or behind the net from four Tampa Bay Lightning. Gives it to Hall. Huge fucking shot. Thank you very much, Hall. And Cookie leaving no crumbs behind. Achari, (laughs) man, this guy clutch as well same with ryan o'reilly and you you finally feel some life in this game just wanted one little last little touch on that first goal dirty i'm sorry that brody couldn't cover justin hall's guy as well as his own (laughs) i just had to watch the replay again just to make sure but that was justin hall's player who he was not covering because he had just went out to block a shot and then didn't bother to try to get back just through saying. the skates yeah yeah i'm not i'm not gonna well that. on the topic of guys that are playing well i saw the positioning all right I saw <laughs> on it. We, gotta, we gotta go to the tape we gotta go to the tape right? like you gotta <laughs> man coverage man so coverage. <laughs> so um as i just was looking at the uh the stats they're finishing up for the playoffs so far, at uh, 10 points, we've got Marner. Uh, like I said, Leon's got nine. I forget who had eight. But tied three people. Well, there's a bunch of them with seven. But uh, <laughs> William Nylander, Ryan O'Reilly, and Austin Matthews are all tied with seven points in fourth place. That's that. That's what we were talking about when you say the core has got to show up. The guys you trade for got to be worth something. Like, th- everything's clicking. It's exactly what you wanted, you know? They combined for seven points last night in game four. You know, Matthews with two, Nylander, three apples, O'Reilly, two apples. Damn. But one thing I got to do is applaud Matthew Nyes. Honestly, this could have been in a deeper hole in the second period after, you know, Achari scores. There's a dog pile in Sammy's net, and luckily this goal gets waved off because it's Sorelli on top of Sammy and whatever the fuck is happening. But Matthew Nice takes his stick and finds this puck going in the net, like forward fucking motion, and swoops it out in perfect timing. Because if he did not do that, the goal would have probably been good. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah. Oh, my God. You're like, thank you, hockey (laughs) guy. The amount of players that have been saving pucks on the line in this uh, playoff so say, far that I've seen I can crazy. agree with is that if this was at home with yeah. Wes McCauley, that's a goal. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goal, and then they're going to go challenge to see if it's not, because then it usually is. They would find so, a way to give him uh, give to give Tampa a penalty shot, saying Nice closed his hand on it or something. Exactly. And it was a huge talk on Twitter before game four because everyone speculated since even us, you know, Gary Bettman just joking. He's at game three, fucking hates his life seeing the Leafs win. Wes McCauley is going to get scheduled for game four. But luckily we got Graham Skilleter and Rooney, who the Leafs do very well against. So last year they were 3-1-1 and and 3-0-1 with these refs. The Tampa Bay, though, oh my God, 1-2-0, Okay, yeah, because like last I checked, if you break your stick on somebody 
and you have to go get another one, that's like the most evident cross check ever. That's like taking a like bloody sword and be like, oh, sorry, I uh, I just got to wipe this <laughs> off. Like, I definitely didn't stab you, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get how that's not a penalty. So, like, so, <laughs> so stupid. That is literally cross checking with so physical being evidence. Factor fiction, but once you, <laughs> you, like, Wes McCauley is only allowed to ref one game per series, correct? Like, like, like one of our games. Like, say we have Wes McCauley next series against Boston, you know, presuming Boston, have they won or do they not? I don't remember if they're playing tonight. But he can only ref one of those games, Tomorrow. correct? I I don't know officially, but I do believe they can. Only, a, a certain set of officials can only ref one game. So ideally, series, if I he's think. refing in that series, you want him to ref uh, game well, one and not game seven. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. If this does prove to be true, that would hundred percent be ideal. Um, yeah, I just. I, I don't get how the reason I'm mad about this is because it was posted by, I don't know, NHL.com or whatever on their Instagram or TikTok as being like equipment manager assist because after I think it was Sergachev broke his stick, got another one uh, or was it Kucherov? I think it was Sergachev. I think anyway, it was break, Sergachev. Breaks his stick and goes and gets another one and then picks up an assist off of it. It's like, okay, that that's not an equipment manager assist. You're just like blatantly showing a cross check that wasn't called. <laughs> But okay, cool. But it's called and in the first, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And in the first period, uh, thanks to our friend Mike the fanatic, he pointed out uh, when there were there was a replay with Hall, and the commentator was like, "Oh, oh, this little pick on Hall to keep Tampa into the game," and we're just like, "Oh, now the pick on Hall is okay." But when Hall did the little pick on them last year, it was you know game over. So it's just frustrating to hear, right? All we want is consistency. You know what the real conspiracy is here, uh, Johnny? How does Tic Tac Tomar get these HD quality GIFs ready while the game is happening? Where is he stealing this fucking footage from? And how come he hasn't been shut down yet? (laughs) Well, it's clearly not from Sportsnet because it's HD. Oh, um, that's actually something I've wondered for a while now. Um, Omar, if somehow this finds you, let me know. It must be that the that he's got like a, a deal with somewhere. I don't know. They must let him do it. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I have a theory, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Might be completely wrong. But do you think we- it's one of those things where? Um, it's like a ghost writer where it's like actually somebody where TikTok Tomar is actually somebody at like Sportsnet or, or TSN or something. Mm, well, I know but they're he... just like it's like a, a fake, you know, <laughs> just calling out Omar. <laughs> he did uh, go on Yahoo Fantasy Sports for a while there. I don't know his resume whatsoever, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> it works for us and it's I totally... will save them. So <laughs> nothing, nothing I've said is accurate. Please do not take any of that as. If you want to find the good clips, they're in our Discord. Join our Discord. (laughs) But Leafs, guys, tying up the shots, 19-19 in the second period, and Tampa is so fucking cocky and confident. We have Brennan fucking Hagel coming out during the intermission saying, 
We're pretty much doing the same thing. I'm not even surprised the score is four to one heading into the third. Last time we played good enough to win that game. Knew we had to step up our game a bit, and we did that. So the results are going. How am I not surprised? (laughs) (laughs) Then you had. Then you had Kevin Bietzka, Bietza, I can never say his fucking last name, um, already counting out, shut up, already counting out the Leafs saying, you know, during the second intermission that, oh, it's going to be tied 2-2 and I'm not going to turn my pants inside out in my underwear. I'm going to save that for a good game. I'm going to save that for when the Leafs really need it. I just want to apologize to uh, Fuck Kevin you, bud. for butchering his Fuck name. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck him and all those fuckers. <laughs> oh but, my god! Except for Biz, because Biz didn't give up on the Leafs. <laughs> yes, the guy that sometimes I can't stand. Thank you, Biz. <laughs> Joe's from Welland, the drug capital of the world. Oh, I did not. <laughs> According to everybody I know from Welland, well, surprisingly, that's like two people. So, and that's a lot of people. <laughs> Interesting. Is the entire population of Welland? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, guys. Just this team feels different, man. Like I didn't want to say it during the you know the third or the beginning of overtime because we closed out one, but then to happen a second time in OT, it's like it's hard to it's not write this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I don't want to say I was, I didn't like give up, but I was like, you know, going to grab water at 4-1 and I heard the goal and I was like, oh shit, Matthew's, Matthew scored. And I like ran back in and I was like, okay, okay, we're getting back in this. And then it's just like one by one, things just start falling back into place. And it's, you could see Twitter and Maple Leaf Square and fucking everything just starts going absolutely nuts like people who were downtrodden (laughs) 20 minutes ago just throwing shit i love it people left people left the square it was getting a little empty in there and then damn not me googling downtrodden to make sure i didn't just fucking (laughs) treated badly by people in power yeah no that's not really that was a misuse of that word (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, please do not send us any dictionaries or thesauruses. Um, something. <laughs> yeah, honestly. But Leafs converting on two out of four power plays. Um, something that you brought up in our group chat being Jake McCabe is a great defender, but he's always good for at least one penalty, unfortunately, and it makes you super fucking nervous, especially when it's at a critical, critical moment. But all applause to Sammy, right? Saving the freaking day. I feel like there's always somebody who's good for a penalty, whether it's McCabe or Bunting. Before it was Labushkin. Uh, before, like, there's always yeah. somebody that's just how playing those positions works you kind of okay now hear hear me out folks and i'm sure bean will have a a good point about this being a goaltender but i feel like we've seen many times or felt right because we don't know we're just a bunch of assholes staring at staring at tv screens we don't actually know how these guys feel they're just feelings that we feel and we're putting them on those players for the past five six twenty sixty years but i feel like every time in positions like this when the leafs have been down like this we 
we feel like the team gives up on their goaltender because it's four one. You have to assume it's just the goalie's bad. Like you can't always we, we you know we, I know we blame the 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 de- defenseman. I know we blame Justin Hall and Justin Hall and Jake Gardner and Justin Hall, but but. I feel like on these moments, nine times out of ten, we're always like we feel like the, they give up on the goaltender. That's it. Pack it in. We're done. You know, like sorry, Sammy, it's it's over. Sorry, Jack, it's over. Sorry, Toscala, get the fuck out of here. But I feel like I know I've said this many times. At this moment, at this particular moment, but even before um, Austin Matthews started scoring, I felt I truly felt like we hadn't given up on Sammy just yet, and Sammy didn't give up on us. And Eventually, especially with you know Matthews yes. coming out here with with his goals and seeing Morgan Riley with his fucking you know spot on his face, holy smokes! That like fucking that shiner, Riley man, that absolute oh. shiner, raccoon like, what a, face, what a beauty! Like I just felt like the team really came together, especially around Samsonov, and he stood on his head, and everybody else held him up, and we fucking pulled out a win, like oh my god! Can we not agree that this is like it? Just it feel. I'm still. I feel like we won and I feel bad for that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, like I really want us to fucking get that fourth win, but like right now I'm still riding on that high and I don't want it to disappear. (laughs) Yeah. Man, Morgan Riley, like I said, this guy has just grasped the fact that he is now part of the core leading this fucking team needs to step it up. And my God, has he done it? I love this guy's game. This series. So Beaner, I interrupted you. No, no, it's all good. Um, like when you when you're part of I, yet again never played at anything near this high of a level before but when i've been a goalie for teams and when you're part of a team you can really tell when you're if you're laying it all on the line even if you're having a horrible game if you're down three three nothing four nothing four one whatever it is and you're still like potentially risking personal harm trying to throw anything you can in front of every single shot because you're showing your team you're not giving up then that's giving your team that extra motivation like you know what even though he's not he doesn't really have everything tonight he's not giving up let's go out there and give him a little bit of support and maybe chip away at this and even the guys when they were interviewing the Leafs it's like okay we didn't necessarily you know know it was going to happen this way but you got to you know baby steps build on little things let's go out there let's get one let's have a good feeling coming out of the third period and then lo and behold they tie it up like we've seen this team so many times i don't know if it's stuff going on in the dressing room in training certain goalies seem to think that they are bigger than the team and i don't want to say that that's how he felt but we never saw the team battle like this for freddie Ever. True. <clears throat> I'm, True. Not, I'm not calling him out. I don't know how he was as a person or in the locker room or anything like that. But you did not see them battle for him. You some t- probably most of the time saw them battle like that for Soupy. They battled hard for Campbell, man. Even when he didn't have it, they battled hard. Um, yet again, it could have just been the team maturing, getting older, you know, realizing what they had to do. But over the years, it's just gotten better and better. And it doesn't matter if it was Murray, if it was Sammy or Wall. Like this year, they have just been different. Yeah. By the way, is Freddie injured? Because Auntie Ranta has taken over the net in Carolina. Three 
three and the, one in this series. The last time someone had to ask if Freddie was injured, I think was his draft year. It's always <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <This> poor guy. <laughs> Just had to ask uh, without googling. <laughs> but yeah, damn, you're you're so right, man. Like just the vibe they bring to the locker room. This is why the media wants to interview them so badly, right? Like they're itching to speak to Samsonov because they make their nights after the games. And Soup was the same way. He he was such a treat to talk to, and that's just what we see on the media side. I cannot you know, even think about what goes on behind the scenes and what they bring to this team, especially first year, you know, the prove it to me deal, 1.8 mil, like even though he has a bad, bad playoff record, it doesn't phase them. They're just like, fuck it. No, we're just doing it now. This is our time now. I mean, he's already tripled his playoff wins, so he's got to be happy about that. So yeah, quick, quick little trivia. When was the last time the Leafs had a previous Con Smythe winner on their team? I just want to say 67 just because the first year it comes to my fucking mind. Um, Is it? No, that's the only time a Leaf has ever won it, though, was 67. That was Davey Keon won it that year. Yeah, that would have been my guess, honestly. Like, back then. Former, though. 93? Um, Con Smythe. Are we older yeah. than the nineties or, or like like are we to, yeah. Two thousand four? Two thousand four, last time they won a series. Andrew Raycroft? Oh my god. Raycroft never won a series. <laughs> What's that? Raycroft never won a cup. No, it was uh, they actually had two on that team, Joe Newendike and Brian Leach. Sweet. Damn. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, guys. What Honestly, a couple games ago, what did you guys recommend? When the Leafs are down, how do you form these lineups? You guys said, put the big boys on top, Matthews, Nylander, Marner, and that's exactly what happened for this first Matty Snipe. You know, Nylander back pass to Marner, feeding it to Matthews, who's wide fucking open for once. Missing this shot this series, guys, like I don't think we've seen this Matthews signature shot yet, especially at going in and just not even being able to see the fucking puck, right? Like that's how fast it goes off his stick blade. Oh, the one that killed me, though, was uh, at the end of the second when they almost started coming back there and Yarn Croak had that wide open net. And, and oh. uh, I think Hedman came and got a stick on him like right as he went yeah. to shoot it. I was like, no, that was where it was all going to start. Did, did anybody else... I mean, not that they didn't do it anyway, but... Yeah, did anybody else notice how, like, when they kept zooming in on Vassy, like, he looked almost sick. He the, looked the, tired. The, you know that look that you get in your eyes when you're, like, sweating buckets, you got a fever, and you're just sicker than a friggin' dog? Like, that's how he looked. I know when his oh, helmet God. comes off, his hair looks, like, scraggly, like he's that old man from Scary Movie, but... <laughs> Small glove right now. Uh. Good Nylander <laughs> <laughs> shot though, taking that Vassy helmet off. Oh my god! Uh, good thing he fucking hit the net finally. Damn, I feel like he's been hitting, missing the net a lot. But totally agree, Bean. Uh, the numbers. I mean, both goalies are sub eight fifty. <laughs> 
Samsonov an 871 and Vasi an 865 last I think game. that big that big money but, line that big money line you know you're what as long as they're a little better with, uh, we've all been begging for it even though it does, does seem a little bit you know impractical sometimes of having Matthews Nylander Marner is that like when they were out there I was watching those goals again and it's like they were putting on a clinic as if it was uh the Harlem Globetrotters versus like what is it like the Washington Generals or whatever? Who is there like the the team that loses every single game against the, <laughs> against the Globetrotters? Some <laughs> some bullshit like that. But honestly, it looked like they're just whistling like what Sweet Georgia Brown and just like there you go, Bing Bingo Bango Bongo, and then Matthews out there, boom, gets the goal. Like that's it. Just it looked too easy. And it's like why can't we just do this every night? And I know why. It's it is impractical to have them out there all the time. You want to mix it up a little bit and you know give some threats, you know spread some threats throughout the the lineups. But still, it's like I said, they looked good, and it's like they looked exactly as we imagined them to be. You know, because sometimes they haven't. Sometimes they've they've kind of stunk out there with just those three. Yeah, and- it seems like they've gotten everything right from. Uh, when they have the puck from the center line towards the lightning net, the only thing that they've struggled with this entire series is just getting the puck back from the lightning in their own zone and moving it out over the blue line. It doesn't even matter really who's on the forwards when they get it out. Like, yes, all the, like I said, all these guys have been finding openings like they never have before. And Matthews and Marner Nyland are dominating, but really everybody, once they're able to get the puck out have been effective. It's just, that's been like clogging up the neutral zone has just been how the lightning have dominated most of these games, like apart from obviously a seven, three game. And when the Leafs have come back here, but the majority of these games, the lightning have been able to hold the Leafs into their zone. And that's, that's kind of the only thing that I've noticed. Speaking of, of that, um, I had to listen to a little bit of the, the radio call of it at the start of the game and Jim Ralph and Joe Bowen were, <laughs> I love listening to them. They're freaking awesome. Yeah. Going on about the Leafs power play and how it's been struggling to kind of gain traction and get into the zone and set up. And basically to the point of there is only one sure thing in every Leafs game is that they will never steer, veer away from that drop pass. On the yeah. Power play. <laughs> so true. And then they started joking out that at this point they might as well drop it back to Sammy and have him bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh this fucking drop pass, man. Like, just driving you insane <laughs> when the Leafs cannot enter the zone. And you have all Tampa Bay's forwards beyond the f- blue line, right? And you're like, guys. But yep. spe- speaking of spreading out the offense, man, like this second Matthews goal actually comes with the second power play unit with Matthews staying on for it. So... I'm so glad he did anyways, because Matthews was circling the net, kind of looking for the seam and same with everyone else on because Willie's also on the second unit with Ryan O'Reilly up in PP one and damn, what a tip like two goals in less than three minutes. Tampa probably did not see Matthews coming on PP two and way to just fucking sink it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, guys. Yeah, I feel like you have to yes. expect it. Sorry, like at that I point, have a, should expect it because, like, you know, in. everything's on the line at this point. Like, especially knowing, you know, how momentum can change. Like, you, you're gonna you're gonna need to slip Matthews in there, right? But the, yeah. the thing is, 
sadly enough, nobody does expect that kind of thing from the Leafs because of the past failures, because of the fact that the Leafs have been a laughing stock with regards to the first round of the playoffs. They can never get it done. Look at what they did to us in game one. Oh, you know, we, we have a lead. They're not going to come back. They're not going to, like, they don't have the, the mental fortitude to do this. So we don't have anything to worry about. Like, that's the same attitude that Tampa was going with. And everybody always gives them so much credit and saying, oh, you know, that's a winning team. That's a real championship team. No, they have some dirty-ass players on their team that never get calls. Yeah, And they've had the benefit of having one of the best goalies in the world. And when he actually proves that he still does put his pants on one leg at a time, like all of us, <laughs> oh, maybe they're not the best team in the world. Like, he's human. You can only stop everything f- for so many times, right? Like, even look at Patrick Waugh and Marty Broder. They had some great, lengthy careers with lots of wins, you know, trophies, you name it. Didn't win every single year. Like, you can't. Well, like you said, if he's fighting an illness or something, then like that's all it's going to take for a week and a half of games to go south for him. And they don't have a backup to go to. Like It's not like they can depend on Brian Elliott for a whole series. No. So, And, and then that's that's going to come out afterwards. Like, oh, you know, Vassie's been battling a stomach flu, so that's why we lost. Because nobody's going to ever Who give gives a credit, fuck? Right? <laughs> 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 I, I I was thinking about that today. I'm like, you know, if the Leafs even just make it through this round, like no matter what they do, there's going to be, oh, but like so a point went down and fucking this and that. I do not fucking care. I don't want to hear it because every single team has all of these things happen to them in their run. Next, <laughs> next they'll be saying they lost. The, uh-huh. so they, won, they beat the Bruins because like Marsha had like a bruised septum or something. I don't know. <laughs> The headlines were already printed during the second intermission that the Leafs are blowing it and, you know, this is the start of Tampa to own them in the series. And, like, no one really expected to see the two pappy goals and then Riley tying, tying it up with his raccoon fucking eyes. Like, come on. Like, this is such a different team this year. Same core, completely bought different bottom six goaltending like guys we have the d we have we have it all and to have ryan o'reilly take this um not take the face off but be out there with john Tavares just in case you know one gets called off or he can go ahead and take it and i don't know it's just genius moves trying to make the play and um, setting up the guys and i applaud Keith for that honestly and you know running it back for the third game in a row you know, I've I've been texting back and forth with Marty a lot with these games, um, and I, I mentioned it to him. I'm getting like massive Dougie G vibes from Ryan O'Reilly right now. I don't know if it's the fact that he doesn't have a visor, I, I, <laughs> like just that every time he's out there, no matter what anybody tries to throw at him, he's doing the right thing. And he's not, you know, he's not going to win a Selkie. He's not going to score the most points like Gilmore. But he just, he is doing everything right now. Every single time he's out there, he's noticeable in the best ways. Winning battles, like he's got that killer instinct right now. And then with regards to Mo, like you guys were touching on, 
like he's really playing like his fiance has been a Leafs fan her entire life. Huge shout out. <laughs> Gotta apologize because I said I definitely was a, I was a doubter. I think this this regular season and past seasons, I think uh, leading up to that, this haven't been like I guess if it seems like he it seems like he's been slowing down and it yeah, it wasn't a good year for him. No, it's fair to say. Yeah, it's true. no. Sorry, just go on. I just had to apologize, right? Like, you know, at the end of the day, you got to... Ryan O'Reilly, right? Give credit where credit's due. And, you know, he sure put put me in a position to, you know, open mouth, insert foot, right? So... (laughs) (laughs) It's tough to judge, especially when Leafs seem to take on injury projects and Ryan O'Reilly just came off a big injury and surgery himself. And it's like, damn, will he be... you know healthy and then he breaks his hand and you're like oh my fucking god like are we doing this again sort of thing but man it's been the complete opposite of all of our demons so far and i am here for it oh, he used god. he used some of his time off with that broken finger to film that awful shawarma commercial <laughs> you can tell because when he goes like this to talk to the guy his finger he's holding his finger kind of like that and it's really it's like extra swollen Oh my god! I love the one where the guy's like, "Who's a Stanley?" Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm talking about. They will win the, so the, the World Cup. No, it's Stanley. Who's Stanley? That's the Osmos commercial, right? Uh, one last thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who's a Stanley? <laughs> oh my god! Making money. Did but... you guys see Kerfoot's post game interview? The dude could like he could barely talk through smiling like he no. he couldn't he was like just just was it wasn't the stanley cup oh, like commissioned so when the house you were sitting in right <laughs> I now also... built, was built <laughs> uh probably <laughs> yes probably yes he, but... lord stanley probably landed here on his journey <laughs> when he came to canada so fair <laughs> Gotta say, guys, at the very end of the third period, you know, it's the last play and Nylander, who sometimes makes mistakes and even, you know, some t- losing the puck last night, he was 100% on the dot. But also, instead of driving the net through three bolts and maybe possibly losing it to send the play the other way, he flips it on Vassy to get that ozone face off with 22 seconds left like I don't know I'm thinking about the little things here because when it's tied like that one misstep will send Tampa you know buzzing right so I was thankful for that and going into overtime for the second straight game of course just to send all of us fucking (laughs) the anxiety pumping right just getting it done all the calls this week right Nylander getting tripped in OT, setting up the Leafs on this power play, which this is why I'm picky about the power play, because you got to just sink it one and done. Get this shit over with. You have the opportunity. Use it to your advantage. And who gets the tip? Just the tip. Our boy Kerfoot, who deserves this, guys. Man, he needed this goal. It's like his fourth. I looked. I think it's his fourth goal in the last three months but good for him good for him 
I'm so glad that the uh, the Swiss Army knife. It's like when when you want to open something and like all the dishes and everything are dirty, and you're like, oh shit, I have. There's a can opener on that that Swiss Army knife I have, and you use it to open your can or your bottle, and you're like, ah, this does come in handy. This I'm does I, work. I'm glad I spent four million dollars on it. Now I gotta shake the shit out of this can to get all the goods out. <laughs> this reminds me of that but. like. That one mm. correctly sized oh, mason jar that one. also sits with the rest of your like mugs and like cups. You're like, you know what? When you when I run out, I don't want to do fucking. I don't want to do dishes. I'll just I'll put my I'll put my Coke Zero in that. You know. <laughs> oh, I use mason jars as glasses. I ha- I got like a case of them. I think it was from I don't know fucking where it was. Giant Tiger or something. So I got a bunch of mason jars and just use them because they're good for like certain ice drinks. Because you know you can fit big ice cubes in them, and you know, you get a straw, make some cocktails and stuff. Be uh, what's that like, Montana? Because you're a filthy hipster, like, Johnny. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a Mickey Mouse crew neck from like the '90s. Of course, I'm a hipster. I had a, I actually, I um, when I had to fly out here to Newfoundland, I found my passport, which. I've never flown domestically. I knew I didn't need it, but I was like, I'm just going to bring it in case. My passport photo, I have a fucking man bun. What? <laughs> yeah, because it's from that time. It's we from need like 2016, picks. I think. That wasn't too long ago. Well, no, but that's like man bun era. Damn, I had Remember? no idea you had a man bun. I could probably do it. I have enough hair right now, but yeah. It's uh, it's not 2016 anymore. I want pigtails. So you were the lumineers are not the biggest act. You were nervous, sons. <laughs> nervous about shaving, but you're not nervous about a man bun. I, I don't have one on camera now. <laughs> I will wait for you, Johnny. <laughs> it was uh, the thing then, <laughs> dude. I, I was one more drop of cough syrup, you know, like. <laughs> And a nice beard, dude. That beater. was like that was like the era of. It's of, certain. Let's uh, try it. He he was listening I to a whole like, shave. Took that picture. Oh, yeah. I, dude! I was just gonna say, oh, how did you read my fucking mind? I was like, that's the, the era where everything was just. Took a bus to Chinatown. It's like when every song was just. Yelling and callbacks and gang vocals, like people, hey, you belong like whistling and saying, oh. "Mumford and Sons." <laughs> okay, okay just... don't sing anymore. Or we're gonna get fucking flagged. <laughs> <laughs> He's muted. Technical difficulties. It was a parody. I am doing this. No, kind, honestly, I'm doing this in a par- paradising way honestly, to to make fun of the is it Lumineers. <laughs> It's all it's all yeah. a sh- charade. Yeah. What it So we we went from like whistling and everything to the the gang vocals and everything for a while and then uh we went to like the um what do you call it Billy Eilish like everyone whisper singing and fucking um and now what do you think the new one's going to be? The the thing that I've noticed is that a lot of people doing remakes and covers of like late 90s early 2000s songs like yeah it started with blue and now there's like all around the world and 
Uh, I know it's an disco one, like too. Somebody watching me disco. There's so many of them coming out. I'm like, I, yeah, I, feel, like, I feel like already that to, we're just going to redo no all stuff, these. You go, you go. Uh, there is no such thing no, as stupid questions. Stupid. Just stupid people stuff. No, <laughs> continue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Roscoe, do you drink kombucha? No, I never have. The idea of drinking, I don't know, mold and like fungus <laughs> is do not you still really drink Pabst Blue Ribbon in my realm of... You don't, okay. you don't eat cheese. Unless it's of the... Uh, what? Okay. Fermented fucking juice? You don't eat cheese? It's like mushroom juice. I, um, I mean, I, I do. So I guess. It's like, I don't, I don't like blue cheese. I don't Me know. Either. The idea of... The idea of how it, do you I think, feel about charcuterie boards? What's getting me? I could try it. I mean, John Tavares couldn't pour me some from his tap. Do you own a charcuterie board? From a keg. That sounds like a bad <laughs> charcuterie. What is a Luigi board? Um, of course. <laughs> a Lu- I don't know hey, what a Luigi board is. We were trained as children with our little fucking lunchable lunches. What? charcuterie was back in the day making our sandwiches out of crackers and cheese and shit okay so this is imprinted into our brains but now in adult form oh yeah and like the best part is you can do i mean classic charcuterie is french but like i like to do i don't know what you would call the italian version i guess like antipasto antipesto or pasta whatever antipasto yeah, I don't know. That. It's like you can just you can mix it all up. Like I don't give a shit. Well, about case in point to wrap this all up is that just like the famous Chuck, Chuck Swirsky once said, we got to break out the salami and cheese. All right, because this was a wonderful fucking game for the Leafs. We could enjoy it. We actually, you know, our heart was broken a little bit. There were some peaks and valleys, but ultimately, we all truly, especially some fans in the stands and out there at. Uh, I, I was going to say Jurassic Park, but what do they do? They call it Maple Leaf Square. Is that uh, is that what the kids are calling it these days? Um, not not as cool sounding as Jurassic Park, but uh, you yep. know everybody truly got <laughs> yeah. to like. I thought one guy you showed earlier, like he was just you know he was he was so he was having the time of his life. He got to fucking rip the Habs while he was doing it. So that's like you know that's an extra bonus points right there. It can be Carlton Club. Hmm? <laughs> no? Carlton Club? Like Clifford Club? <laughs> <laughs> no? Okay. Moving on. It was 4-1 with 10 minutes left. Guys. Yeah. Okay. 10 minutes. So, so that's, we've talked about like the storylines we got to overcome in this run to the playoffs, uh, the Stanley Cup here. But I think that was one that we forgot about was uh, they have to win a game by coming back four to one with 10 minutes left. <laughs> now it's important. Yeah, I'm so, pretty uh, sure that oh, no bean or go, go. The next one is. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just talking over everybody. Bean, are you got something you say? You say, it it out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was, that was like the, the exact opposite of all gas, no breaks. That was like all gas and then full breaks. Sorry, Beaner, it's your birthday. Go. You're talking, you're talking like a firefighter drives, all gas, all breaks. I just left uh, the parking brake on, but I'm flooring it. <laughs> no, the, Donuts. The, the next one is from the Hab series, right? It was 3-1. 3-1 lead in the series. Yeah. Yeah, if they can wrap the... Oh, I'm not going to say it. Fuck by you. Hey, hey, Johnny. No. What? Um, 
you know, you can actually go to a Growlers game while you're out there still. Yeah, I know. We were looking at it today. We're going to go on Sunday afternoon at 4 o'clock. $31. You can get no. Is it now? It was, oh, it was like 20 Inflation. Well, well, in USD, after, maybe. After. Oh, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> no, after after the fees and everything, you can get Section 109, Row 5 for $31. It's almost as good as the Senators oh, game. Nice. You get the Big Mac as well. We're all going to... Uh... But this time... Oh, just parking. <laughs> <laughs> parking's probably forty dollars i don't know i probably won't park the thing is oh fun fact there's no uber out here in saint john's <laughs> or where are you yeah in in saint john's in the capital other, in, wow yeah they don't have uber out here it's illegal because cabs are still a thing out here um and it's very affordable and doesn't surge you know like an uber does which i know we're going full circle and coming back to the thing that we started with which is of course how everything is going lately but uh yeah it's it's pretty easy to get anywhere here you just call a cab they show up and it takes like a couple minutes and less than 10 bucks to get anywhere so nice and you might get they might be your buddy (laughs) later too you might meet up for a drink well that's the thing is the (laughs) one of the cabs that because uh, like I'm staying with people obviously that live here. They just called a guy who's like their cab driver, and he just kind of like <laughs> didn't have the meter on and took us on a tour because they said I was new here, and he started showing me a bunch of stuff and telling me random cab stories, and then just dropped us off. And I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" <laughs> no candy. Oh, you want to hear a fun story? There was a uh, th- one of the things he told me that I remember was that there was a bar. <clears throat> Where, um, and I hope I'm not going to get anybody in trouble by saying this, but there's a bar where they had um, a deal on where all, all, I think it was all beer or this certain kind of beer was uh, 10 cents until the first person breaks the seal. Okay, that is epic. (laughs) Right? So Can't even get wings that cheap. Apparently, they had to... uh, like they they have VLTs here, like the you know the video slot machines. They had to get rid of them uh, because people were trying to um, hide that they were breaking the seal behind the <laughs> slot machines to continue keeping the beer price down. Wow, <laughs> gotta love that's it. I, no, normally you're supposed to amazing. piss on the side of the bar, that's but epic. when you actually piss so... on the bar, that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always guys in the alleyway taking a leak on the, you know. <laughs> like, don't mind us, we're yeah. taking a leak by the dumpster. But it's like, it's like if you're actually drunk oh, yeah. enough to piss on the bar, that's when you know you got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, just to close us off, in um, just in honor of Steph botching Kevin BX's name. There will always Thanks. be a special place in my heart for the movie <laughs> musical and for the songs that create their most memorable moments, here to perform the Oscar-nominated, gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar-winning animated movie, Frozen, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeem. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love that so much. Adele Dazeem. Not Adina Menzel. So, yeah, there you go. It happens to the best of us, and it happens yeah. to the Scientologists of us. I think I'm looking at his last name and just going phonetically with it. Like I don't know. I just 
slips well, my mind. Well, if you care to find us, look towards well, Game yeah. Five at <laughs> at the uh, I was gonna say Air Canada Center, but it is the Scotiabank Arena. All right, that's where we'll be there, and we'll be very blue and uh, not green witches, and we'll be yeah, ready right. to kick some motherfucking ass. Yeah. Let's do it. Keith has confirmed that Nyes is not coming out of the lineup. Um, he has done a terrific job for them, he says, and a guy who has earned his spot and the opportunity to continue to play. Bunting is eligible to come back for Game 5, guys. The 3 suspension is done. 3-0 and without Bunting. 6-0 and or without Bunting, 3-0. and 6-0 and with Nyes in the lineup. Well, I know Guys, who won't be coming who out, comes much out? to Bean's chagrin. Who comes in? You tell him, baby. Czar <laughs> <laughs> or Lafferty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, at that point, I say you could take Lafferty out for Bunting. They're kind of filling same. the same role at the, this point. Except Lafferty's not yeah. drawing stupid penalties. No, but he did get a fine. That's True. okay. Colton deserves a cross check to the face every now and then. True. I guess, like, if, if, if we're talking if about taking stupid penalties and guys that are good for one a game, it, putting Lafferty and Lafferty, that's weird. Lafferty. <laughs> Lafferty. Lafferty, 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 and uh, Bunting in at the same time just seems like uh, maybe unwise. Too much dog? Yeah. Oh. Well, uh, Cernak also confirmed out for game five. Let's all give a shout out, though, to Braden Point, right? For after, you know, getting in a massive car accident, he was able to come back and and play in that game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're Uh, not being facetious at all. (laughs) Yeah, like we said, Easter. (laughs) Yeah, Easter. Wow. Resurrection. It has. It does exist. Yep. And with that, we're going to start and end the show with the exact same joke as though we didn't already <laughs> say it. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>